millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Greetings and salutations, loyal viewers who listen to everything I say, watch everything I do, and take orders from me from this camera where I declare what you should and shouldn't do, and you follow like a creepy cult that makes me quite uncomfortable. And I'm going to have to contact the FBI about you because obviously, and I mean obviously, your ability to listen to everything I say and watch everything I do is weirding me out. You should only watch in video format and you should only listen on the podcasting apps and Apple's podcasting platform and Spotify, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Y- y- you get what I'm saying. Today, we're going to be discussing The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Season 1, Episode 3. And the reason that we're going to be discussing this episode is because I watched it. I gave the show another chance. I viewed it. I consumed it. I was looking at the screen while images were flashing by. And honestly, at this point in time, I'm ready to put this show to rest. I'm ready to leave it alone. And I don't think I'm going to be continuing to do this. Unless, of course, the videos get a bunch of hits. Because who doesn't like money on the internet.com for reviewing a TV show that the internet.com seems to dislike? But before we get into today's video, we have a sponsor. So let me chuck it over to the sponsor. And then I'll bring it back over here and we will discuss it on the other side. We are entering into the dark times in terms of social media censorship. We've already heard recently on the Joe Rogan podcast how Mark Zuckerberg coordinated with the FBI in order to suppress stories that were critical of Joe Biden leading up to the 2020 election. And since that worked and there were no consequences, you can expect much, much more of that. So what you need is a social media company that can't be censored, something that's decentralized, something that's not corporate owned and will not bow to the extremists in the Democratic Party and get rid of the opinions that are unpalatable according to the Democratic Party. And that social media company is Bastion. And the thing I love about Bastion is it essentially combines the great aspects of Twitter and YouTube without any of the downsides. And due to the unique way that you set up accounts, you won't have to give up any personal information. There's no passwords to store. It's all on the blockchain and it operates based on its own cryptocurrency. And if you sign up using my affiliate link, pin comment, and in the top of the description of this video, you will be gifted two of the pocket coins that help you navigate through the app, and I will be posting early access videos like I do on my Patreon and on my Subscribestar for you guys over there, just like you would have normal access if you were a paid follower. Go to the link, check it out, free to use, 
absolutely secure, operates on the blockchain, amazing offer, get on board. So contrary to popular belief, the greatest crime is not, in fact, getting woke. It is not producing a woke work of art. It is not even changing something that is good, that people are invested in, into something woke. It is actually being unbelievably boring, because every now and again, I see people reviewing the She-Hulk stuff, and they'll highlight a goofy moment that looks really awkward and really cringe, but at least that moment is entertaining in the way that it's bad however the lord of the rings the rings of power is just a slog to get through and we're on episode three and i feel like there's very little progression in the story there's constant easter eggs constant teasing constant attempts to be like remember this and i'm not into that that's one of the reasons why i don't like prequels i hate member berries i'm not into it i hate that so much of our art is member berries and i just wish this was after watching it woke bad rather than a slog because contrary to popular belief some woke terrible stuff is my favorite stuff ever produced netflix's 13 reasons why season two might be the greatest show ever because season one was based on a book and it was based on one specific issue the trauma that a girl was going through and it was like a straw that broke the camel's back but here's all the other straws kind of tale and it was bland it didn't handle the issues well whatever whatever but season two once they ran out of book material Material, they decided to make about all of the causes. You had a character in season two that was race swapped into a Hispanic, then turned into a gay, then he started dating a black man, which meant he had to deal with the racism against black people, and then it turned out he was also an illegal immigrant, so there's actual scenes in the show where his family gets deported, but the way that they get deported is so hilarious. He shows up to his own house, and the ICE agents just yank them out of the home so quickly and so carelessly that the food that they were cooking for dinner is burning on the stove because i don't know if you know this guys i don't know if you guys are aware of this but the way that america treats illegal immigrants really bad really racist really terrible and this was a show produced in the era of trump so you have to see that ice agents are so savage and inhuman that they would actually let a home burn down because they couldn't even turn off a stove because they snatched these people up from their homes that's how nasty they are even the little children children and that's not even the only cringe thing that happened in that season every single character has a bunch of woke nonsense attached to them for instance this character turned out he was a bad person in season one so of course he got addicted to drugs opioids to be particular and the reason why it was opioids is because opioids is a thing in the united states of america now he already had an abusive family drug addict parents all that stuff but it turns out that he actually had to prostitute himself to men so he became a gay prostitute in order to support his drug habit so we end up with a rehab arc all this other nonsense and it turns out by the end of the series spoiler alert he gets aids and dies that is a thing that happens and it starts in season two and it's amazing and hilarious to watch all the way through then there's this character and this character tried to take their own life after the events of season one which is in the book survived but became a disabled because we have to have disabled representation and then ultimately through the course of the story found out that he was a gay and in love with this other character and he had to deal with the fact that he was also a gay you know what i'm kind of sensing a pattern that a bunch of what they went for was lgbt stuff in this show and now that i say it all in a row i realize that maybe at some point in the future we got to do a deep dive into 13 reasons why because this show is a perfect example of hilarious woke of woke that makes the writing so bad it's actually enjoyable also this guy kills somebody and he does so after he's already handicapped 
And he does so after he gets addicted to steroids, so it's kind of a roid rage. Yes, there is a lot going on, and maybe in the future at some point, we will have to do a deep dive into 13 Reasons Why. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this rather than going into the Rings of Power, but I just want you to know that this review is going to have nothing to do with the wokeness and is going to all be about the fact that it's boring. And the biggest problem with this show is the fact that we are still saddled with an unlikable protagonist. My girl Galadriel. I've seen a lot of talking about my girl Galadriel. Maybe very stunning, maybe very brave, maybe the best warrior in the history of all elfdom, but she's not interesting. And the fact is, every single instance in the show, she's always angry. She always has to get the upper hand on every single character, except for two examples in the show that do not make the issues with this series any better so she tries to get the upper hand on the human black woman queen she's introduced in the show but of course she gets the upper hand because she's higher up on the oppression hierarchy and of course we're dealing again with humans that don't like the elves whatever whatever not a big deal then there's this awkward weird slow motion scene of her riding a horse is in slow motion and it may be the first instance where we see a genuine smile and this is meant to make people connect with my girl Galadriel but the problem is of course with this scene is that we're just building cliche after cliche how many times have we seen this strong female protagonist in a series that never has any faults or anything like that always gets the upper hand of any exchange doesn't really feel relatable to the audience and then all of a sudden they like animals this is one of the reasons why people don't like this character because this is essentially a fan insert character if you were a girl who liked lord of the rings and it's skinned with a character that actually exists in tolkien's lore now i've said multiple different times on this channel i'm not an expert in tolkien i'm starting to read through the first book or i started a while ago and i'm doing it on audiobook because i can't actually read so i don't have the level of attachment to these characters that you guys have i'm analyzing this strictly from somebody who does political commentary and somebody who likes entertainment likes movies whatever so even though i 100 understand that tolkien is basically the inventor of the fantasy genre and that's why people want adaptations of his work in particular to stick really close to the source material because it shouldn't rip off anything because everything rips off it i'm not one of those people who's going to be like well this inaccuracy exists here or here or whatever i understand that it's an adaptation i already understand that they don't care about the source material So I'm just trying to grade this as a work of art and as something that is meant to be entertainment. And it continuously fails throughout every single episode. And one of the worst parts of this episode is that we actually reduce the elf and the dwarf storyline to just this elf who got kidnapped at the end of the last episode and is now enslaved by the orcs. And we got rid of Elrond and the dwarf. And the reason I don't like that is because the best scene in the entire series, bar none, was the exchange on the elevator between Elrond and this dwarf and it's because it actually required some thought 
into the way that people work in this universe mechanically because you have Elrond who comes back to visit his friend after 20 years, which is nothing in an elf's time frame. And the dwarf is trying to explain to him that his whole life basically happened during that time frame and he missed the wedding, he missed the birth of his kids and all that stuff. And he can't just pop in because 20 years means nothing to him and assume like nothing's changed when a lot has changed. So he's actually heartbroken by the fact that Elrond left and it actually is a well-acted emotional scene now whether or not that's true to tolkien doesn't matter to me in this instance because if the scene works then the scene works and in this moment the scene worked and it was my favorite scene so of course in episode three we don't get any of these characters the one thing that i was kind of interested in from episode two is just gone and now we're reduced to galadriel for about 75 percent of the runtime this elf dude who we talked about in the last episode was called a racial slur and we had that famous up people moment in there which come on this fellow where was he from uh, didn't say east i think on what day was he here oh let it go knife is it's a bloody patch of grass the lot you love us in with died off a thousand years ago when are you people gonna let the past go when are you people gonna let the past go you people you people you people you people and the harfoots which honestly i really don't want to talk about because it's my least favorite aspect of the show but unfortunately we're gonna have to get back to that a little bit later so first and foremost you have your main storyline this is the galadriel storyline she lands in this new kingdom i don't know what it's called again not an expert on tolkien not trying to pretend that i'm an expert on tolkien and i can barely pay attention to this series without falling asleep so if you think i'm gonna remember names that were said over and over again throughout the course of the show then you're wrong go to a different review she shows up with this guy and i'm gonna call this guy i'm the bad guy of the series because i'm 98 sure that this guy is sauron because in the middle of this episode for no particular reason he just killed people that attacked him but he did so in like a superhuman kind of way that was really aggressive and he was trying to steal a pin that allowed you to forge stuff and considering this is called the rings of power and it's supposed to be about the forging of the rings of power including the one true ring of power this guy with the evil looking face clearly and obviously looks like he's sauron to me they mentioned another character uh in the elf storyline with this guy and honestly it seems like that storyline is a misdirect if the orcs are all stationed in one area and they're really close to humans then obviously it would be too obvious for sauron to be there remember he's supposed to be in hiding and what better place to hide than in plain sight which appears to be what is happening so this guy's doing whatever he ends up in jail we'll talk about the jail scene a little bit later but we're also introduced to eddard stark who seems like he's a good actor and he is the leader of House Stark, but he's dealing with issues with his daughter Arya and with his kid Jon Snow, who's uncomfortable about being a bastard or something with the sailor. Honestly, I'm all tapped out on my interest for the secondary characters to the secondary characters that I'm not that interested in. But anyway, Eddard Stark actually is an elf supporter. We find out that the Black Queen actually usurped the throne from the rightful king in this story because the rightful king was too in line with the elves or whatever, and we get this awkward scene where she dresses down Eddard Stark to 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Say that his name actually translates in Elvish to supporter of the elves or whatever, so she doesn't trust him, and then she orders him to monitor my girl Galadriel. Throughout the course of the episode, which of course produces awkward exchanges where this character, who seems like he is well-intentioned, he seems like he's kind, he actually saved Galadriel and Mr. I'm a bad guy earlier in the episode, but Galadriel's really mad at him, so of course she threatens 
him to show that she is more powerful than him, and that's when we get the weird, awkward slow motion scene. Now, to be fair to this show, I criticized it for looking really expensive in certain portions of it, and then really cheap, because a lot of the dialogue was shot in shot-reverse shot with a blurred-out background in close-up, which is one of the cheapest ways to do any scenes. However, I have to say, in this series, if I'm being 100% honest, maybe this episode had a different director or whatever, the dialogue is way more elaborate, you see way more going on, so the shots are layered, and you have to give credit where credit is due to the series. This whole episode looked unbelievably expensive. You could see the money up on the screen, and you have to appreciate it because Amazon is marketing this as the most expensive show ever, and this is the episode where it really looked like it. Now, I don't really care about special effects, as long as they're not comically bad. Good CG is a dime a dozen in works of art today, but... Amazon, respect to you for actually having this episode look very stylistic, and that's one of the positive things that I'll say about it. So Galadriel goes through her whole storyline throughout the course of the episode, and we're brought to a scene that actually really bothered me, and I figured out why prior to recording this video. So it's a scene where Mama Bad Guy guy, that's maybe Sauron because he's trying to forge rings, is in jail and he's talking to my girl Galadriel. I've seen a lot of talking about my girl Galadriel. Now, she tells him that she noticed his emblem and that he's a king, you know, because Aragorn was a king operating under a different name in the original movies. So, obviously, this has to hold true from there because, remember, Lord of the Rings. And he says, yeah, we were a king, but I was actually sworn to Morgoth or my ancestor was sworn to Morgoth. So, we're actually the bad guys. So, you know, maybe you don't want me to resume the throne as the king. And Galadriel, who's going after Sauron because Sauron is the heir apparent to Morgoth doesn't seem to care about that and she's like oh you'll redeem yourself it's not like you're totally a bad guy and i'm basically going to be walking through with you throughout the course of the series until that's revealed essentially sowing the seeds for my own destruction creating a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever whatever but the thing that bothered me about this show and this scene in particular is that it actually reminded me of a different scene and it's a worse version of that different scene and of course i'm talking about the scene between general iroh and his nephew zuko in avatar the last airbender where iroh is in jail and zuko is out of jail however they use this sequence in order to visually tell you the opposite because throughout the whole course of them shooting this iroh is never shown in the bars anytime zuko is shown the bars are placed in front of him to mean narratively that zuko is the one in prison he's the one who's caged up by the rigid standards of the fire nation and there's actually a moment where a beam of light beams down on on Iroh, which is symbolically saying that Zuko should go to Iroh, aka going towards the light, because that will free him from the cage that he's in. And I thought about this animated cartoon, which was produced for little kids, and how well this was shot and how well the prison scene was utilized to communicate so much visually without even a word of dialogue. You could watch the scene on mute and understand it. And then I thought about this jail scene where they just did the most basic thing where they did shot reverse shot and the bars were in both scenes. And then I started thinking how just some basic changes to the way that this scene is structured could have made it so much better in terms of what it was communicating without directly communicating it. So I'm convinced that this guy is a bad guy. If I'm wrong, then whatever, write off what I'm saying. So what you could have done is start off with him in the jail cell and you shoot Galadriel without the bars in front of her face. She has the clear path to her. 
but this guy is in the jail because symbolically he's chained up he's locked up it's sauron in my opinion he's trying to forge rings he looks like a bad guy i think this is definitely a thing but whatever whatever that's just my opinion now throughout the course of the conversation because typically what happens in dialogue in movies and tv series is that when the tone or the status of an individual or something in the conversation flips the visuals change we should have seen him actually being shot not in the bars and the bars being flipped on galadriel because galadriel is trying to free herself from this person without realizing it's this person but at the same time in the scene without knowing it she's convincing him to pursue his destiny so when he accepts part of his destiny in the conversation the bars should have flipped and that would have indicated to people out there in the audience that a the directors actually care about what they're showing us on the screen all the visuals are serving a purpose that actually galadriel just locked herself up she sowed the seeds for her own destruction and this would have been a great moment to look back to in the future when it's ultimately revealed that mr i'm a bad guy is either sauron or some other bad guy now i know again i'm expected to say woke casting blah blah, 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 whatever, whatever, talk a lot about Forrest Whitaker Hobbit and all that, but honestly, these are the things that really bother me, especially when it's being emphasized over and over and over again that this is the most expensive show ever made, because the thing that I just described, adding that little bit of subtext with the visual images, doesn't cost you anything extra to do. It just requires some thought in the construction of your scenes and i feel like you need to add layers and again the reason why i gave the avatar the last airbender scene is because a it's one of the best scenes in the entire show iroh and zuko's exchanges are amazing and b it was done in a cartoon in a 20 something episode structure and the showrunners on that just had so much more thought and idea about what they wanted to portray visually even though this was aimed at little kids so just something like that little things that i noticed here and there that could have just been shot a little bit better made a little bit more dynamic or had the visuals kind of line up with what's going on in the scene and these were the things that i was thinking about throughout the course of this episode as my mind wandered as nothing interesting was happening also, I couldn't help but notice, based on the costumes and the area that we were at, that Galadriel was imminently going to say the I am the Tempest line. There's a Tempest in me! That didn't happen in the episode, that was a clip from the trailer, but I know it's imminent, so I did have a little bit of dread that that line was going to come up, and it was going to be even cringier than it was in the trailer. Now, without further ado, we have to go to the Harfoots, which is, again, one of my least favorite aspects of the show. Now... I think the kid actors in this, if they are kid actors, should not be bullied or attacked or whatever. I just want to put that out there, out there in the public. What I don't like though is having children actors that are not that interesting, not that compelling, especially when they're a total tonal shift from what's supposed to happen. And you're also trying to capture some of the magic of Frodo and Bilbo with all this talk of destiny because it's a show. It should be a visual medium. Maybe give us symbols or something to indicate that this is destiny destiny rather than just have this little girl character imagine that she has this great destiny over and over again through dialogue and annoy the crap out of me 
Also, there's this character, I barely touched on him if I even mentioned him in my previous review, because I felt like this was going to be Gandalf, because remember Gandalf, and he can't talk, he has amnesia, amnesia, again, a hacky cliche plot device, and he's basically the Iron Giant in that he can barely say any words. He can say Nori, and he can say Fwend, and really, this is just not a good look for Mr. Gandalf, I'm not into it, and for those of you who think that it's not Gandalf, I hope you're right but the thing is effectively in the minds of people out there in the audience this is Gandalf the Grey because at some point he puts on gray blankets and then you see the white hair peeking out from it and you can't really see his face and this is obviously a visual callback to Gandalf the Grey I also did laugh that the Harfoots are basically like the Eskimos before colonial contact in that if you can't survive on your own they essentially leave you to die now the Eskimos by the way didn't do this to their children it was actually something that the elderly did and it was a way of preserving life for the future where they would just go off into the ice and die once they could not produce because you know when you're in a tough environment and it's a survival situation people don't want to live if it's going to cost the next generation so essentially they have that kind of thing but basically if you're not strong enough so it's kind of has like a spartan thing to keep up with the caravan you are left behind to die and there's this big ritual where forrest whitaker harfoot ends up reading off how everybody died and they kind of laugh and give a toast to it which is just funny it's it's just goofy to be in there i kind of liked it but in the way that this was funny bad not actually something good now the way we entered the harfoot scene was awkward and clunky we cut into this hobo looking guy that says our hearts are bigger than our feet in the trailer that cringy line let me play it for you one thing we can do better than any creature in all middle earth we stay true to each other with our hearts even bigger in our feet and hearts are bigger than our feet guy talks about how his first wife nori's mom actually died and he never thought he would find love again but then he saw this woman and they fell in love and then he starts talking about how strong and great and brave and obviously meant for better things nori is which is great when you're watching something and they don't want to show you information they just have a character awkwardly tell you that and i kind of feel bad because these characters are not well established because even though they're trying to bounce around from here to there or there to here in reality the story is 75 percent galadriel so you can't really open a scene with an emotional payoff because you're still kind of introducing us to these characters because almost none of them get any actual screen time except for galadriel so you end up in a weird thing where he's talking about his dead wife and the music is telling you to feel bad the actor's trying his best to be sad so you know you're indicated by the scene to feel bad but you have no connection to these harfoots and a little bit later they're going to tell you how they casually don't care about people dying and they just leave you behind and then they joke about you after they migrate to the next place so a little little awkward way of introducing it honestly i'm just not into the harfoot storyline i hate the kids kid actors that can't act are the worst thing ever in shows or movies and this is just full of it also again allusions to destiny talking about destiny and her being gandalf maybe or the remember gandalf character if it's not gandalf only friend just not into it not about it now to give you an example of the lack of narrative progression that's really bothering me and why i find this to be particularly bad in the harfoot storyline there's actually a scene in the episode where nori is discovered to be hiding maybe gandalf maybe not gandalf but likely gandalf 
And they say that she violated the rules and thus she is to be exiled from the camp. Now, this is a perfect way to jettison this character from the other Harfoots so she can go on the journey that she keeps talking about. However, the story blue balls you by saying, oh, well, she's a kid, so we'll just let this one go, but she can't bring her friend with her and they have to ride in the back of the caravan as a punishment. Now, the reason I hate this scene is not because the Harfoots showing mercy to children is somehow out of line with Tolkien's lore or whatever, whatever. It's because eventually we know Nori is going to have to go off with Gandalf, not Gandalf, whatever, and actually contribute to the story. And this scene is a perfect setup for it. But they don't follow through, so you're going to have to have another scene, which is going to function as a duplicate scene, and something will change in that one that will make them follow through. So the story is stagnating. They're refusing to progress. They're showing you things that might indicate they will progress in the future, but then not doing it because they plan for the series to go on for three, four, five seasons, and we're only in episode three. So it's not an issue of it being a slow burn. It's an issue of it meandering and wasting time and honestly having filler scenes in the episodes that don't even really establish the characters as interesting compelling figures so they serve no function especially when you consider later they're going to have to have scenes that in the narrative function in the same way to actually get where they want to get with the storyline so yeah this is basically going to be the end of the run for me i might watch the next episode if it's funny bad i might talk about it but if i'm just not into it if it just continues to be boring at the halfway point point I won't do another review. I'm, I'm just going to leave it alone. If you enjoy the series, I'm going to leave you alone. But it's just not my favorite thing. And there's only so many ways that I could say that it's just not entertaining to me. But hey, let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. If you like this video, show me by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social media. Support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about Rings of Power, Episode 3. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's 
Homes Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.